The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Everybody and welcome back to another exciting episode of the VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology. This is episode 284 on April 27th, 2022. I am Clyde and today I am joined by Matthew Ross. Hello everybody. Michael Aston. Michael has lost his voice once again. I am muted as always. I was going to say, is it cedar season? Get the allergies kicking in. Actually, uh, uh, woke up yesterday to a whole lot more pollen on my on my vehicle. I'm like, I wonder what this one is. But I, oddly enough, that day I wasn't. My allergies weren't kicked in. Then the day after, just, just be glad that it was pollen and not ash. Oh yeah. <laughs> then yeah. you go Mount Saint Helens. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, or Rainier. That would be or Rainier. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the The pollen here has been so bad that you could literally just make a continual circuit at the car wash. It's like drive out of the car wash, your car's covered in pollen. Drive back in, like you wouldn't have to drive anywhere. It's just like two seconds outside of the car wash, your car's covered in pollen. This is it's, why I don't wash my car. It's really bad here. <laughs> that would be a bad thing if you live in B country. Uh, oh <laughs> you come out you come out from work and your car is covered in bees <laughs> i mean obviously i mean they're not angry they're happy they're very happy rolling like, around dude, collecting that awesome. pollen i don't know that the bees like cedar pollen wow like i don't think they care <laughs> it's, uh, pollen is pollen maybe i don't know i don't know i don't know enough about bees to make any real assessment but Fair apparently nobody does yeah he's can't even fly there's there's lots of pollen <laughs> they just fall very slowly <laughs> it was douglas adams who said they secret to flying is for you to jump at the ground and miss yes <laughs> that's how you learn to fly <laughs> it's all you need to know and then you can fly <laughs> i and it's completely off topic but it's kind of on topic mm. and i don't want to save it for later Oh, fine. Go ahead. I was I was at a restaurant with my daughter uh, Sunday, and they had like one of those Pluto channels playing up on the TV with just ah. like funny stuff. And I saw there was this this girl gets out a stepladder. She finds like a baby bird, and she gets up on the stepladder, puts it back in the nest. Well, the bird immediately flops back out to the ground. So she goes down to pick up the bird again and then it attacks her and then you just see the video of her running around with this bird flying around attacking her and i laughed so loud that everybody in the restaurant just like looked at me it's like you're missing out it it was surprising and hilarious that's good yeah and I mean, it went. It went for like a solid two minutes of her just running, <laughs> running around through the yard with this bird attacking her. That's hilarious. <sighs> All right, what are we attacking? We are attacking Spotify openly and with well, fervor. No, uh, that's kind of? of my 
uh, forte. Well, no, it's not exactly an attack. It's like competition, I guess. I don't know. Spotify is doing video podcasts, and they were kind of like in a closed beta or something like yeah. that before. And now it's an open beta. It's uh, you are able to uh, uh, now start and uh, make a video podcast. So now people other than Joe Rogan can do a video podcast and publish it uh, directly using the Anchor app. If you've ever you've never used the Anchor app, it's kind of like a uh, uh, easy mode podcast slash uh, video cast uh, program. Right? It's designed to be super simple. Um, that, that's the app that you use to configure your wireless speakers, right? No. A-N-K-E-R? No. <laughs> oh, no, those, no, no, that's the one for your power supplies, right? For your USB power supplies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my USB power supply needs an app forgot exactly. it's, it's 2022 everything needs Every, an app <laughs> everything has one what are you talking about uh no this is a uh, anchor uh spelled like you know uh, a ship's anchor uh it's uh, i used to i tried it a long time ago which is basically if you it's, it encourages you to make little micro uh podcasts or longer podcasts and able to share within the app with its own kind of ecosystem and it's if i remember correctly spotify did purchase anchor and is using that as part of their platform to try to get more people to start making podcasts and video podcasts uh, directly onto the Spotify app and allows you to publish it into Spotify. So they own Anchor until they decide that it's weighing them down and they got to cut it loose. Anchor away. Something like that. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, them trying to get into more of the video podcast uh, uh, game. And uh, I, 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 again, don't know how I feel about spotify mostly because i don't use it and i don't like the idea of being forced to use an app in order to watch something if i'm interested in it so it, this is basically just an invitation for the vod squad to move over to spotify uh, is that <laughs> do we want to do that uh, i mean maybe that's where the people are yeah, yeah. is that I, the I think problem they, they they weren't on they're not on twitch and hey joe rogan went to spotify and became famous it'll work for us Oh, yeah. Is that how that worked? I that's, can't isn't it? That's uh, like, yeah. That's, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. No, I, I'd never heard of the dude until until yeah. he got banned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, uh, no, I think the secret is that you have to become somebody who is, uh, you know, uh, able to say the world's worst things about you know famous people. So we should get on Spotify and make fun of Joe Rogan. Oh, I we, I can the, say. I, I can say terrible, terrible things about famous people. I just typically hold back because, you know, most be people nice. don't want to hear it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Even if well, it's true, especially <laughs> when it's true. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. I'm thinking in, in some weird way that actually would work better for, but that would probably get you the kind of audience you wouldn't be interested in. Or maybe it is the kind of audience you would be interested in. I don't know. Mm. Oh, well. But anyways, if you are interested in trying to uh, start a video podcast and you don't want to do any of this OBS or XSplit stuff or figuring out how to get Twitch's uh, web app to work or something like that, um, you can try to get yourself onto the Spotify platform using their app, their Anchor app today. It's available right. in US, UK, uh, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Very cool. Okay. Uh, but here's story of the week, obviously. BTS, the world famous... Uh, group of way too many koreans in a single band so many i can't keep too too many there's a limit well there is no <laughs> limit apparently because how many kids how many members of bts are there 
Is it? Is well, it in the 90s? Seven. Well, I mean, no, it's no. like, isn't it like Menudo where they just, when they get too old, they cycle in new people? I don't know. I, 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 I thought it was more than seven. I sort of swear it was like 15. I mean, because every... I'm just counting the people in the picture that have jeans on in the in the article. So there's seven, <laughs> seven people with jeans and 30 people with white shorts. I'm assuming it's the seven people with jeans that are honestly, you know, them. we, uh, the Tom Merritt would be the person to ask. He has extensive BTS knowledge. I, I would say my BTS knowledge basically extends to they're a Korean boy band and I don't particularly enjoy any of their music. That's it. Uh, not just not publicly just, at least just full, he, he, full dump he, of my knowledge he only enjoys it in the privacy of his own like car yep you're, apparently you're right apparently when it's in the garage seven members although i swear home. there was like a, a like it was like a huge number of them and they were just let them in and out as they wanted to kind of thing I don't know. It's, uh, this is how much I know about BTS, and so you shouldn't count um, on me. But that being said, I know there are a lot of people who are really into BTS, you know, that bulletproof boyfriend thing. That's what their actually name means, apparently, in Korean. Um, they are a popular dance group with popular music that Korean pop. And if you really wanted to get your groove on and maybe do some exercise listening to your favorite BTS music, if you have an Apple Fitness Plus, the BTS dance lessons are coming to that platform, which will allow you to learn their dances and dance along to their songs while you sweat it out wearing your Apple device. So they, Apple is doing their own version of Just Dance. <laughs> Except That's you don't literally what Just Dance is. Yeah, sort of. And because but... Just Dance would show you, would have you do the proper dance for that song. Right. Yeah. And then they did do artist versions. Yeah. I, I think, you know, honestly, this is actually pretty cool. Uh, I I don't, like I said, I, I've, I'm sure I've heard a lot of BTS stuff because mm -hmm. I eat at places that play Korean music, like at the H Mart or uh, Korean food, store, food restaurants. The massage parlor. Like so, uh, yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but so I'm sure I've heard a fair amount of their music. I just wouldn't wouldn't have known when it was them. But um, I like dancing as a form of aerobic exercise. It's a little bit more interesting and enjoyable than going out and running, which is pure misery and, and torture, in my opinion. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And when cool. I said it was, like and it. just to be clear, when I said it's just dance, I wasn't saying this wasn't a good idea Why not? it was yeah just dance was a good idea yeah. no yeah yeah, yeah. but anyway, i mean i wasn't poo-pooing apple's decision to copy it yeah i uh, yeah. i i would not be surprised if this wasn't the first and if the more isn't coming of different mm -hmm. dance things like this and bts is just the new featured thing of the week so who yeah. knows we might be seeing a lot more of this kind of stuff which is cool and uh hey maybe it'll come to other platforms I bet you there's somewhere there is going to be a Just Dance BTS edition somewhere. It's, it's happening, right? Right. Mm -hmm. uh, next story, uh, CNN Plus. Remember, we've been talking about that. That you know, it launched. And, yeah, uh, it was like a massive launch, and it was I, super, super popular. They, they okay. said that they had like I, all of the people. Right? I've got a prediction. Stop before we go any farther. I just wanted to predict. This thing is probably going to be bigger than Disney Plus. 
Whoa. It, they've already got so many, so many subscribers and content that they had to split into a new service. Yeah. There's CNN plus and then CNN plus plus. Yeah. That's my, my theory. Yeah. I, I okay. think, I think you're onto something there. Um, so what were you saying, Matt? Uh, they're canceling CNN plus. <laughs> so CNN plus uh, watched a month ago. I mean, like 30 days ago. And uh, it, it will be three weeks. It will be turning off on April 30th, which is so Quibi was a better platform than CNN plus. Uh, if you measure by how long they lasted, yes. They they are like a tenth of a Quibi. <laughs> I mean <laughs> <laughs> all right so the, the here's uh what i understand the problem was everybody expected cnn plus to be cnn plus stuff right so people were actually uh you know trying out the, the platform and logging in and trying to and they got espn plus right? well no not even that it's the fact that they were expecting to be able to watch either their shows that they like from yeah. cnn or watch the stream cnn directly from yeah, that yeah. platform CNN Plus never had the rights in order to do that. No. They instead, uh, those rights were stuck with the various streaming and uh, cable companies. And so they, any of that live on CNN content mm -hmm. was not available on this platform, which basically bummed everybody else out who wanted that and was expecting that out of CNN Plus. Which yeah. And, and that's it was a huge branding mistake, essentially. They should have and, said and that was else. That was the thing that I kept hearing about ESPN Plus. People saw ESPN Plus and they're like, oh, sweet, ESPN, blah, blah, blah. And they go there and they're like, where's all the stuff? Right. Yeah. It's the, just. The plus is very confusing because yes. you expect something and more when you right. put a plus on it, right? Like Disney Plus, that makes sense. You got all of the classic Disney movies. And plus yeah. a bunch of additional stuff and uh, Disney CNN didn't have plus, a standard ESPN plus also I my complaint about it is they should CNN this should have been CNN minus <laughs> because they never have anything positive to say <laughs> this is true too. everything is negative it's all designed to make you miserable and rely on them to know why you should be miserable <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the the really impressive thing is just how poorly it did. Ten thousand <laughs> daily users. I mean, that's not for, horrible for, for, for Brian, ten thousand daily. So, but 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 daily. on the plus side, uh -huh. they did make sixty thousand dollars. Sixty dollars a user per month. Uh, no, no, that, I'm thinking that's not that bad for a, a uh, brand new service. I mean, if you're brand new coming out of the gate and you're just like, here's a brand new service, and your first how, weeks you had ten thousand daily, daily people watching. How many? How many do you think Peacock? Uh, in the less than a hundred thousand first couple of weeks. Uh, I, I I I disagree. I suspect that Peacock. I oh okay. So let's a, let's differentiate the, this slightly if it's okay. Not the free account. I don't know because the free account makes yeah. it easy. If there was a CNN Plus that was had a free version. ESPN yeah, Plus, I bet also, uh, you know, we don't know I'm speculating, numbers. pure yeah. speculation. However, what I can say is it, it is impressively bad compared to the expectations that oh, they yeah. had. I'm sure it underperformed their expectations. And that's why within three weeks of 
releasing it, they had made the decision to close it. So, it says here 32 days um, right. is be... how long until it will actually close. Yeah. But the they chose to cancel it within three weeks. Right. And yeah. that's... Uh... <laughs> And the, the funny thing is, even though it's going to continue going for the foreseeable future, there will never be an app released for Android TV or, uh, I think, Fire. <laughs> One of them. Yeah. So those will never have to deal with the fact that that service was, nope. was on there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's worth noting that, like, uh, CNN uh, said that the CEO, Discovery CEO uh, wants to combine the company's content into a string, single streaming service. So this stuff is probably going to end up on HBO Max when HBO Max and Discovery eventually oh, yeah. merge. It, it, it's got to go somewhere, and that would be an easy place to put it. Yeah. Especially since mm. they're combining everything anyways. Speaking hey, of HBO you know, Max. That, that's where you, they put all the stuff that they don't watch. They just so dump it there. This last quarter, HBO Max was able to gain 3 million subscribers. And this is interesting because two things are happening right now of interest in the streaming stream right at the same time. One, uh, HBO Max is uh, already talking about, you know, changing. They've just got the, the Warner the Warner Brothers uh, Discovery deal. So that's going to be changing things here, how things are done. So even though that's happening and we don't know how this is going to be affecting them in the long run. They're still be able to make a, a lot more, get more, a lot more subscribers, which is good. And two, this is exactly the same time where Netflix has uh, announced a huge number, you know, 200,000 uh, users leaving their system. So while they're losing customers, HBO Max was still, was gaining. So do we have a new king? Well, also, the, th the thing I thought was interesting was they picked up the 3 million subscribers before they left AT&T. Right. Ah, nice. No, that's, they were still doing So okay. how many people got on board because they were going away from AT&T? Oh, people good. like Jimmy that said, hey, we need to drive up the stock price so that I get a better <laughs> split. And then they're going to cancel in a couple months once they've sold those shares. <laughs> I, I I'm pretty sure they uh, all three million of these subscribers are part of a Reddit. Uh, well, I know if, if this this is the case, and th these people do, they're going to be losing their subscription because they were getting it for free with AT and T, mm -hmm. and now they were going to lose it because it's going away. Oh, that's totally makes. Well, sense. they're not they're not going to lose it yet. I mean, oh, I'm I'm not paying for HBO Max. I'm still getting it for free. Oh, okay. That yeah, it's I mean for at least another year. Well, maybe I just figured this was another GameStop thing. No, I'm thinking this is like a confusion where that where Grandma who has AT and T thinks they're going to lose the this uh, it, so they're going to have to subscribe and so they manually subscribe anyways. I don't know. Mm. So got to be a reason for it, right? This is this can't just be people who want to. Get yeah, and also again, this was before the split. Oh yeah, um, I know, but they knew it was coming. That's what. I'm yeah, saying. but they didn't talk about any of the. AT&T free thing going away till after. No, um, they all had know. crystal balls. You don't understand. Oh. <laughs> they are all psychically mind-melding together. To if know. they all have crystal balls, I want to ask, how do they walk? Carefully. <laughs> uh, no, all I got to say is that this is uh, good on them, and they did really well, and uh, especially in right now, what seems like might might be a, a downturn time for many streaming services. Now, sorry, with Netflix and who knows what happens next. Um, yeah, 
this is uh good yeah. for them the numbers are looking good. yeah I mean, but it also as as i mentioned a couple of weeks ago hbo uh, hbo max has been on a roll with great content so i'm not surprised that a whole bunch of well, people have signed up uh just because it's good stuff. yeah just because yeah it, it's a combination of of things going in in hbo's favor right like they're they're producing good content they've had kind of a push in that direction from their parent companies um moving content there and uh, making partnerships and deals with outside companies and stuff so they've they they're doing everything right i think that's really the takeaway is that they're doing things right i think netflix is struggling because the content that they've been releasing lately um really aside from witcher has not just just hasn't been hitting on all cylinders at all um i think witcher's probably the only thing recently that i remember coming out on that channel that was really great um and even people like myself that tend to be netflix users i still haven't watched um the most recent season of locking key which is something i like yeah, a lot i'm a fan of that. it was you know yeah i watched it and it was not great yeah uh the first season was cool yeah i liked the first season um which is why it surprises me that i still that, haven't yeah gotten that's why the second it. season was such a disappointment to me yeah um but yeah i mean i i agree there's been there's i struggle to find anything on netflix i i for the last few years i've been struggling to justify why i pay for it uh, as we've talked about and yeah the uh, i don't know uh but hbo max they're pumping out stuff yeah um, and i and i think that from a netflix perspective the other challenge that they're dealing with is the combination of competing uh systems right like Disney Plus is releasing a lot of content that's actually generally pretty good. Yeah. And HBO Max is releasing a lot of good content. So people have other places to go. And especially in in a time like this where people are, are looking at finances as we appear to be moving into a recession, um, canceling Netflix to save yourself 20 bucks a month because you're watching things on a, uh, Disney Plus or HBO Max. Uh, makes sense and i suspect that there's a lot of that going on where people yeah. are just saying it just doesn't make sense for me now i'll sign back up with when the next season of witch and comes then out. also i mean you you factor in the fact that netflix has been around since the beginning mm -hmm. they already had all of the subscribers mm -hmm. all of them there was yeah. like nobody else to get they had hit that plateau to the point where they were going to start creating they had to come up with ways to create new customers by, mm -hmm. you know, cutting out. We've talked about cutting off uh, the leeches and, you know, different things. Um, it's not surprising that people are just kind of walking away, probably, maybe not forever. But so, yeah. And also, I, it, the price again, it, feels, it feels like to me, all the other streaming uh, companies have got a, have got something that Netflix just hasn't got that much of recently of you know these higher end you know, movie style things i mean a couple but it feels like hbo max has a ton of uh huge number amount of director and, and actor talent behind their shows now and where it feels like what's coming out of uh netflix feels a little bit more you know second second uh second series second series kind of stuff not necessarily the 
it's the TBS. It's become the TBS of sort streaming of. originals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which not the TBS bad. isn't bad. I actually a lot. I I love a lot of the TBS stuff, but it's not like HBO. <laughs> it's not even well, NBC or Fox. It's right. TBS. And the shows that they have that have done well in the past, they're not getting them out as reliably as they used to. Yeah. So it's an interesting time of decline for Netflix. It's an interesting time of HBO doing very well. Uh, we'll see if this changes in the future. Everything goes with uh, with, uh, with like a pendulum, with swings back and forth eventually. And Netflix will come out with that next big hit and they'll start having people coming back to watch yeah, the thing it's... that they're interested in. So. It's all right. This is normal. Yay. Normal stuff is happening. Uh, so the uh, we discussed briefly of the idea of Starlink on airplanes. Yeah. Which one was that? What What? who was that that we talked about last week? I don't remember what we talked it about. Was like, was it was like, was it Delta or American Airlines or one of them? And they were like, yeah, no, no, we don't want it. Uh, well, uh, Hawaiian Airlines is going, yeah, we want it. <laughs> Just so you know, it's going to be something we want to do. Looks like by the year 2023, they're going to have uh, many of their flights on various uh, of their systems. Uh, They're they're talking about uh, Airbus models and Boeing models that you'll have. You'll have options to use uh, an internet service on the the system is based off Starlink, which means it'll be a decent amount of bandwidth and it will be relatively low re- latency, which means it's enough for you to do good streaming of various things and video oh, games. You get Twitch streamers from the airplanes. I totally can expect the Twitch streamers for the airplanes. And here's the thing that they're they're talking about not charging for it on the plane, yeah, well, which means cool. it's going to be completely flooded by everybody on there trying to download they their better. Uh, I I think I've told the story before, but the single worst flight I have ever been on was a Hawaiian flight. Oh, I was flying back to San Diego from Hawaii, and it was just miserable. Oh, and why? I, oh, I, we, we'll talk about that later. After the show, we will yeah, have the discussion about Hawaiian Air. Oh, just, but yeah, it's, and plus that flight is so freaking long. So yeah, they, they need something just to keep uh, people from trying to get off the plane mid flight. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that was, uh, was that United that duct taped that lady? <laughs> Did she try to open the air uh, the door mid flight? I think so. Oh man, they had to duct again. Tape this is like the third woman that I know of, or that I I, I you actually was... knew the woman? No, no, no. I'm saying that I'm I'm aware of. Uh, that's horrible. I know of, not that I know. Yeah. PSA: Don't open the door while twenty thousand feet. Oh, that, not, that, that that's another thing. But we'll we'll, we'll talk about uh the yeah, back in two thousand. Uh, there was a lady that, and there was a Phil Hendry thing. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll talk uh, anyways, uh, I'm excited because uh, in a future date, I probably will be going back to the Hawaiian Islands soon, I'm hoping. And it would be cool if I could uh, get really awesome internet on the flight, but I'm not counting on it since they're talking about 2023. So probably not for this year, which is sad. That's okay. Well, it doesn't matter. All right, um, so we have to talk about it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know we don't really want to. What? But we have to talk about it. We don't I mean, have to talk about anything. 
don't care. Unless did a patron come up to you on the street and say, you need to talk about this? Mm, no. Okay, then we don't have to talk about it. Okay, well, then we won't talk about Elon Musk and the fact that he's buying Twitter. I don't get why people are so bent out of shape. Big deal. He's just a dude that's buying a thing. I disagree. I, I think it is a big deal. Uh, I want to get, I, I want to hear everybody's we, take. A, a libertarian folk bent individual that believes in small, small government and um, free speech, free speech, deciding to own the most common way that people communicate with each other is uh, okay. I think not it, with each other that people shout out into the yeah. void that is the internet. <laughs> this is definitely I de my first way I said that was definitely not characterized correctly. Um, the most common way that people randomly shout out into the internet um, is, I think, a very good thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I was going to say, uh, I think I, I do think it's a good uh, this is potentially a good thing, too. Uh, he keeps getting banned by or in trouble by Twitter for pointing out how uh, unfair and biased they, they are. <laughs> um, yeah. And I mean, because, yeah, I mean, he's a free speech guy. Uh, I, I think that uh, it, it could be good for the platform to have somebody that's just like, no, you can't censor. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, his his statement was the, the statement that he made via tweet that uh, effectively this is the town hall of our of our day and mm -hmm. it is not having free speech in the town hall is a threat to democracy yeah. i it may be slightly overblown i i yeah and i slightly I disagree with that, that just because you know it's a private company and not private yet. companies <laughs> can have their own rules. It's a public company, but he's going to make a private. I mean, but I yeah. mean, it's a thing. It's it's a clubhouse. It's a. So, it's not. It's not. Twitter is not afforded to you by the constitution, by sure. the government. It's not. They can have rules that say you're only allowed to say the things that we like you to say because you don't have to use it if you don't like it. You go elsewhere. That being said, I want to. I I'm 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 gonna pop some popcorn and sit back and watch uh, <laughs> watch uh, the 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 people. Sparks uh, fly. Yes. Yeah. Green start. I'm, I'm kind of. I, I think that anything much more that I say can't avoid going political. So I will. Exactly. I will yeah. be very very reserved in in my further comment. But I think that there is a difference. Like I I agree with what you said about. Twitter being a private or a public company, it is not a government organization or anything like that. Yeah. So they can make rules that they want. However, it is not, it is afforded government-based protections that it is not complying with. And that is the problem. I, my hot take, I don't care about the politics because it doesn't <laughs> matter to me. I do care that we have a uh, current social media platforms in and are dominated basically by Facebook and everything is owned by Facebook. And this is the first legitimate con uh, thing that could, especially if, if this is could be, I'm not necessarily it's going to happen, but I see foresee Elon Musk changing uh, Twitter in a way that makes it more 
of a real social network versus a streaming platform. And if he does things to make it more of a social network versus a streaming platform, uh, Facebook and its ilk uh, will have a real competition. And I'm all for having multiple options. I was a big supporter of Google of Google Plus, not because it was a better platform necessarily. Mm-hmm. I like wasn't Google Facebook. Plus. But I, I I liked Google Plus because it was kind of like all of your favorite forums in one place. Me too. Mm-hmm. I liked it too. I really did. But yeah. it that you know Google decided. I think wisely in looking at it in the in, in the rearview mirror that that wasn't for them. Even though I wish they would have kept on going because yeah. anything was better than Facebook and I'm not into Mastodon or anything like that. But I. I fully agree with that statement. I, uh, I was a wa- Google Plus fan. I do like having competition in this space. I do I, want this to become a good platform that even I would like to get on and be able to have social commentary with other people about and not have screaming matches on like I, I think, Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, I think that the, that your statement is interesting because the things that we know from Elon Musk is <clears throat> A, he's very business savvy and Mm -hmm. he he manages to make money out of his businesses um b he has indicated that he intends this to be a largely free speech based space and they're going to do things like open source their uh algorithms for uh moderation and stuff like that that makes you think that the current model for Twitter might not be the best solution for him. It's not making money, hasn't, and making those kinds of changes actually likely make it, probably make it less likely to make money. So there will probably be other changes, like you said, that will improve its Mm -hmm. sociability or maybe tie-ins to something else. I don't know, but I'm sure he has ideas. You first, Clyde. I I was just going to say, it kind of a little sort of on topic. Did either of you watch uh, Elon's interview by the Babylon Bee? No. I, uh, Matt, I sent you a link uh, sure a while back. Uh, I, you guys should watch it. It is, it is great because I, I literally until I watched that uh, like a few months ago, I only knew Elon Musk by name. I'd never heard him speak. I didn't know what he looked like. I didn't because I never really cared. And then I watched that and I was like, oh, I, I kind of like this. <laughs> I, uh, was that the one where he sat down across from the old dude and just chatted? No. Oh, well, it's a bunch of dudes. It's the dudes. No. Uh, if you're familiar with the Babylon Bee. I mean, I know what it is. Yeah. I'm not familiar with it. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one more thing on this. Uh, as far as uh, I'm concerned, the guys at on the Twitter boards and or whoever else has uh, uh, power and, and on Twitter. Uh, should it take this opportunity to take all this money because it's a lot of money, 24, $44 billion is a lot of money, mm-hmm. uh, accept it and then cut their losses because Google, I mean, excuse me, Twitter has not made a lot of money. Now, could it be making a ton of money when Elon takes over? Yes, but that being said, they just made themselves a decent amount of money. This is a good opportunity for mm-hmm. them if they want to, to step aside and go, okay, we made the deal. I'm out of mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I mean, he's technically on the board now. Yeah, he he refused that. That's a whole different story. Oh, did he? Did he? Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. That's okay. 
so YouTube uh, is a streaming platform that we're using right now. Did you know there's a thing called a super thanks? I think we might have talked about this. I can't remember. A super thanks is a way you can provide a thank you to, to, uh, uh, to donation to your favorite show or stream uh, that's on the YouTube platform. Uh, it, you can have a monetary value, anything from $2 to $50 to give to that streamer. And it will give you a nice either highlighted comment or if in the live, live stream, you can actually have interactive things happen during the live stream with it. It's a tip jar coming to YouTube very much like your uh, your Twitch streams and bits, I'm guessing. Is and it, is, did they rename Super Chat? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Because <laughs> they've had the Super Chat for a long time. Oh. I wonder well, I mean, if they I've, just renamed it. I've I, donated money to people with Super Chat, so I know that it exists and works. I, I'm looking YouTube. right now. We don't have that option. Um, <laughs> oh, if you can't super thank us, don't super thank anyone. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Go through super thank someone. Okay. Well, YouTube takes a thirty percent cut. Oh, well, doesn't everybody except for unless your name is uh, uh yeah. yeah yeah Facebook? Then you take a fifty percent cut. That's, I mean, 47.5, whatever. Taking, taking such a huge cut of the tips just seems absurd. Just the tip? But that's just, just that's tip. just me. Tip of the tip of the tip. So, yeah, you know, somebody's getting a transaction fee out of that chip. So they're getting the tip of the tip of the tip. I mean, I, I could, I could understand saying 10% because, you know, transaction fees and, and servicing and stuff. But wow, 30% of, additional tips made to users in addition to the money they're already making off of viewers yeah. is, well it's uh, like twitch twitch yeah. takes 50 percent. does it yeah which Whoa. is funny because when they give when they give you everybody that's a prime uh subscriber you get five dollars to give to your favorite streamer <laughs> well they're actually only giving you 250 because they take back yeah half of that five um yeah it's uh so i'd say 30 is better um i just remind everyone that uh 10 is good enough for god should be good enough for youtube <laughs> or uncle sam yeah i guess you're right uh twitch twitch taking 50 percent is even more insane it's even more um, than facebook a little yeah. bit more than the tip <laughs> yeah all right. Uh, so, did you know that uh, that Charter and Comcast are in cahoots? That's right. They have decided they're going to work together to work on a new streaming platform. You know, not like we have enough of those these days. We have the Fire TV and the Android TV slash Chromecast TV. Yeah, I mean, and we have the Roku. We could TV. use another one. And the, and the, did I say Fire TV already? I don't know. Uh, the Apple TVs, you know, all these different uh, platforms that you have out there, they are taking their existing platform, which is uh, that they put on their various boxes, which is the Flex and the Zumo boxes, which apparently is their own proprietary uh, platform, and they're going to work together in order to make a new uh, new system. Yeah, I. Um... Interestingly, okay. that the story put, pits this directly against. Oh, I'm, I see. It's from 9 to 5 Max. It's 9 to 5 Max. So it it's, it, yeah. This story pits it directly against Apple TV, which is an interesting choice. <laughs> well, actually, I would say that's actually a good choice because Apple TV isn't as big. Apple TV Plus, 
both the streaming service and the hardware are not as popular as the other platforms. They are behind. So if this, if Charter and Comcast are coming in with a new offering, they would be direct, probably direct uh, battling with Apple. Plus, I mean, uh, you, uh, Fire TV is one of the few that has originals content and uh hardware i guess roku technically does with the roku channel google doesn't yeah i guess no google isn't making original content they don't own channels so they're just strictly hardware at this point Mm -hmm. um yeah so i i I would think that's right uh all i'm saying is well we have another platform to watch over it's gonna we're gonna see uh more of this coming in the future of uh, this combined compa- platform from the stream from the cable companies to try to be a streaming service for you or streaming platform. so i i would say two things first of all which one of us is going to buy this because we have almost all of the platforms covered by somebody i think we have all of them yeah so this would be a new one. That said, never mind, because I think there's a snowball's chance in, in heck this is going to get anywhere. It, this will probably do better than CNN Plus. I'll give it that. See, that's what CNN Plus was missing was the hardware aspect. Yeah. <laughs> they you should had to try buy, again with hardware. You have hardware. to buy a dongle. They, they should try again with hardware. I think that CNN that that's what that. it. That's what the plus was. It was CNN Plus a hardware device yeah and they just never released that so yeah i think this will do somewhere i mean this isn't the same thing but i think this will be as successful as something in between cnn plus and quibi um meaning it will be a complete failure uh, it might may, maybe charter and comcast can show yeah. apple tv plus how they should actually how they could make money <laughs> maybe by making maybe. good content that people want well i guess they did finally make severance and lasso's been somewhat popular but yeah that's two shows yeah <laughs> all right yeah. i'm gonna read this next story verbatim okay researchers create vr headset that sends sensations to the mouth lips and tongue this could get very weird very quickly <laughs> the the sub the subtitle yes r- this... re- read the intro into the article yeah the read the next line which is great for those desiring <laughs> better mouthfeel when playing resident evil 4 on the meta quest 2 researchers may have found a solution <laughs> you, i kept re- it together that time as you, as yeah. you read this uh if you keep on reading this you find out what they're using is they're using like an ultrasound and like a, mm-hmm. a, a emitter and a uh and like uh, air pressure emitters in order to do this thing with the idea of being able to uh, essentially push things at your face and mouth in order for you to have a, a more haptic feel. They're calling it a mouth haptics. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what it is, right? So, so like the- when someone kicks you in the teeth, you need to be, you need to feel it. <laughs> so a blast of sonic <laughs> and or air, uh, air pressure will hit you in the face and make you feel like you got kicked in the teeth. The the uh, system they, they, the demo that they explain is that there's a video game in the game where spiders jump on your face and it makes it feels like they're spiders. Oh no no if you no 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 no
they are allowed to live in my house and they you know, I will not bother them. But if they bother me while I'm sleeping, they will die. <laughs> so uh, who wants to have uh, this game to, be, to play with your VR headset? <laughs> that sounds like one of the worst things I've ever heard somebody make a game of. I, I mean, I can't even begin to imagine the idiot thought that that was a good thing to do oh, come on haven't like, you played half-life or half-life 2 with the face hugger thing yeah, i don't want it i don't <laughs> want to feel it i i was gonna say i love i i'm not i don't have a problem with the idea of your character getting spiders on the face that's a good freak out moment i don't want to game. feel it i do not want i don't think <laughs> anybody wants to experience that and then the feel of them squishing their guts onto your face. Oh, well, my and the gosh, thing is, this, this is... potentially has the 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 ability to give you a sense of feel inside your mouth. So, yes, that is the the worst thing would be the spiders in your mouth. They have mm. entered an orifice at that point. I'm oh. <laughs> <laughs> orifice. <laughs> oh, no. I this is ridiculous and I absolutely love it. All, my only request is in the fight that the final version of this keep the rainbow uh ribbon cables. <laughs> I mean the the other thing the obvious other thing is come on you got to find a way to add taste to it. No, they'll spray weird stuff in your mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, no. if you're already going so insane, no. No. then you might as well add taste of vision. And and now we're <laughs> now we actually have something interesting. Um, no, I think so. I'm probably of the people on this podcast, the person that is most excited about VR and okay. experiencing it. That's why I'm the one that owns a VR headset. That said, and I'm super into the idea of the metaverse. You know, I am ready player one all the way. Let's just get there so that I you can, want your Tesla check suit. in. And yeah, I want my Tesla suit. I want to check in full body haptics and everything tomorrow. But the one thing I will never, ever, ever do is something that simulates spiders on my face what Thank about you. the feel of drinking water from a water fountain <laughs> no. or smoking a cigarette mm -mm. or brushing your teeth i do all of those well i don't do all of those things. i, I was gonna smoke. say when did you start smoking <laughs> i started smoking today just so i could say this uh i feel do the rush things. of wind when riding a motorcycle that would yeah. be okay but you can already do but yeah, i okay. get i do all of the things that i want to do in life really already from a facial feeling perspective this is exactly the same thing i felt a long time ago when it was uh i forget there was a wii game that really wanted you to do something it's like i don't play games to do this thing i play games to use i mean controller. jimmy's not here so i'll say it how long until they can figure out how to simulate kissing with this thing? <laughs> because that's what exactly what because that's exactly what jimmy would ask <laughs> <laughs> What if you could feel someone sitting on your face? Okay. <laughs> now we've gone too far. Like the, the bully simulator. Mm -hmm. I went, uh, I, my brain went straight to the Monty Python song. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
All right, uh, here's a story for you guys. Make you feel really good. YouTube TV is giving the ability to switch counts easily inside the YouTube TV interface. That means you will be able to quickly just switch between who's watching the show. Maybe you have something that you know you want on being recorded for you on your show versus you know somebody else's you know having recorded for them and having that kind of thing. I get why this is a good thing, okay, and why it's because YouTube TV is meant to be used within the same household, which means multiple people in that house have different profiles with different watch patterns. You want to be able to switch big and previously you had to physically log out and then log in the next person. It was difficult. The problem is most people don't use it this way. True. <laughs> and so, you know, it, just like Netflix or Hulu or any of the others that, you know, you've got your family members spread around. And when you launch it, you have to choose your name. Almost every single one of my apps has that pop up. And that and that's that's fine. But I want I think that YouTube TV. <laughs> uh I mean, even YouTube does it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Hulu, Hulu Live TV, Hulu TV does it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Disney Plus, everything does it. HBO Max. And like I said, most importantly is the fact that YouTube itself offers this functionality. It's kind of insane that it's taken this long to get here. But especially uh, for such an expensive solution. I mean, they oh, charge. No, absolutely. I, like I said, I get why it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of people, me included, this is going to be a huge pain. Good news because... for you. Further down <laughs> in the article, if you're using the service for yourself and you're used to and you're used to it that way, and it works right for now, you may want to turn it off. You can go into the settings. If you can turn it off, off, that's cool. Yeah, because so... uh, for those of us that are maybe permanently traveling. <laughs> um and no one else from the household is ever going to log in on my tv i don't want to have to do that because that's just an extra step also it gives you the gives the opens up the potential for someone to log in click on the wrong thing and then completely screw up the algorithm because youtube tv is constantly playing stuff right and it took a while to get that thing to actually recommend stuff I like. Right. All it would take is one day of somebody channel surfing to completely ruin it. Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting. There, there should be a way to delete your recent history. That would be cool. It, it took us 10 years to get that on Netflix. <laughs> I mean, we finally got it. 10 more. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that is yep. that that one's not currently uh, uh, available everywhere. It's not ubiquitous, right? So no, it should be, sense. but it's not. I, I, it makes sense that it's not there yet. This has been ubiquitous everywhere, including in their sister apps yeah. for right. quite a while. So it's pretty. Yeah. And like I said, the downside is purely for selfish reasons. Yeah. And I it, and I think that it is impressive, actually, that they gave it out of the gate. A, a settings feature that's good, good then that then i i give them props for that yeah uh, this will be, uh hitting please your account, turn it off for the family gradually so you'll be getting in the next few weeks one way or another 
uh, it'll just be gradually coming out of the accounts to start showing up. So, and that is the news of the week, everyone. All right. Well, the thing that also is a no-brainer. <laughs> supporting us via Patreon. There are two funny ways to look at that. Yeah, I, I was going to say that if you're, su- you're supporting us, it's because you're have no brain. No, 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 no. We're the ones with no brain. Oh, no, no. oh, oh. We're we need the no your brainer. support. We're okay. the no brainer. We need your support because we have no brains. It's a no brainer that we need support. Right. Okay. Or yes. we have no brains. Either way, you want to look at that. I, we, <laughs> we might have one brain between the three of us. Who's got it this week? Jimmy Jimmy's got it. He's sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) No, if you, uh, but uh, yeah, if you're uh, out there and you would uh, like to support us, patreon.com slash the bot squad, you get stuff sort of, you have to ask (laughs) for it. But if you ask for it, you probably get it. Absolutely. This is not a binding contract. (laughs) What is a binding contract? (laughs) Rants and raves. All right, don't all jump at once. Today, I did something that I had not done in 20 years. Or you touched your toes? No. That's easy. There's my toes. They're right there. Uh, I don't know. I mean, people just, not that you can't do it. It's just people don't do it. Well, uh, okay. Well, I, you know, I try to, you know, wash them. <laughs> like happens. Yeah, wash them. Yeah, it's fine no uh uh today we uh we had a doctor's appointment in seattle Mm -hmm. so we were out there and we decided to um to make a little bit of a fun trip over it and uh my son had never been up on top of this big space needle so we said let's do it so all of us went up to the top of the space needle and um it has been 20 years the restaurant is gone everybody but it's been remodeled did a it lot float of- away because it's in space <laughs> well no so interestingly enough there's two floors on the space needle when you're up there the top mm-hmm. floor is the observation deck it's just an open area you can step outside you can look in on the outside deck or you can be inside if it's rainy rainy but they actually put glass everywhere around that thing now and so yeah. even if it was raining hard you'd basically be covered which is pretty cool and then the second floor if you go down a level um that's where the restaurant used to be and the restaurant spins. That mm-hmm. whole thing spins very slowly. It takes about 40, 50 minutes for it to spin all the way around uh, while you're on it. But they basically removed most of the restaurant. There's still a lounge. They still serve drinks in the evening hours. In Does the, the room still spin? The room still spins. And they now have a glass floor. Oh. Which is pretty awesome. <laughs> so you can. So. Do, do that you... is not awesome. It is do awesome. You... Wait, no. they, they serve drinks? <laughs> In the room that spins, yes. So you do. get the spins while you're <laughs> no getting it the spins. It's countering the spin. It's spinning in the right direction. So when you spin, it depends. What if man, you're Australian and you oh, you your 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 drunk spins the opposite way? Then you're exactly. spinning the same as the kind of like they the figured teacups. that out. That's why that's how they figured it out. So oh, okay. Just, just enough in the wrong way or the right way, and depending on your, so right. you do you can drink more and your your head isn't spinning as the, much. The idea of these glass floor buildings and lookout decks and stuff, they're made by horrible people that are just like have problems with their heads. Uh, but I'm also the kind of guy I, that likes to go out on the climb out on the precipices that hang out over the Grand Canyon and just like 
lean. I'm the guy who likes to stand about a hundred feet back from the edge and kind of peek a little bit and be like, oh, that was good enough. Hey guys, um, what does it look like? Yeah. <laughs> Give really me a cool. good verbal okay. picture. This is really great. You should it's brown and it's yeah, deep. I'm, the guy, I'm the guy who would be like, Clyde, take a picture and bring it to me. Oh, that's really pretty. Thanks. <laughs> well, maybe I'll show some pictures in the after show uh, uh, of our trip because I try to grab that's, some. But. I, I've and been it, up in the Space Needle one time and it, it was pretty cool, but it was so expensive. Yes, it is not cheap. The current price is $35 a person. So do they do they have a roller coaster on the outside like the other Space Needle? No, unfortunately. No. <laughs> they should. Probably be nice to have that. No, yeah, all the, the the roller coaster is the elevator. It goes up <laughs> and it goes back down. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's fine. It's good. Uh, it was fun. It was actually a pretty sunny day for and it was a partly cloudy day, but in Seattle, that's like almost that's all the day. Yeah, that's yeah, that's sunny just day. Seattle. And so it was nice, and uh, we were. It was. It was good to uh, my son, who is also a bit of a scaredy cat, to do those kind of scary things. When he first got into the room, where he's like, "Daniel, you want to go up there?" He's like, "I don't know." It's like, "Come on, you've never done it before. This is the like I think they're celebrating the fortieth year of its of it, or something like that, or sixtieth year. I can't remember." Um, so we got him to go up, and uh, and then he got to the room with the with the glass floor. And he was like, I don't know about this. So I got out on the dance floor and I started dancing on it. And it's mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Last year when I took my daughter to Vegas, we went up on the Eiffel. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And that one's three quarters. Oh, okay. And I was talking to the lady and they were like, yeah, originally they had planned on making it full scale. But they couldn't because it's right in the flight path. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> for the airport so in order to it's get just under the flight path now yeah yeah so in order so they had to make it like either half or three quarters scale i don't remember what it is in order to get approval uh from the faa <laughs> that means it's like if you're on top there's planes flying right over your head yeah that but that's scary? no different have you ever flown into san diego no i highly recommend flying into san diego because downtown built up alongside the flight path oh so no. you come down through the buildings you're 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 doing the trench run is what you're you, saying it is awesome <laughs> especially at night when it's oh, no. you can see into the windows <laughs> and you see people like mopping and doing stuff and the weirdest thing though um scared the crap out of me the first time is because so it's right down through the buildings which means there's a road that goes so you're driving away from the airport and there's airplanes coming right at you you're like <laughs> oh <laughs> it is so awesome okay uh other than that uh i caught another the end of the of the uh ritual misery podcast last night and talked to those guys a little bit after those guys are so cool guys gotta say that's it cool all right Mike, um, you know, I haven't seen a lot uh, of shows this last week or so. I did oh, really a few weeks. Um, I did see. Nope, I saw all of those since I I talked about those last time I was on. So I think the only thing I've seen is I rewatched the Amazing Spider-Man's with my daughter. Amazing um, ones with uh, Andrew Garfield, right? Yes. 
yeah and they were they were actually not as bad as i Wait. had thought that they were i mean the second one was definitely not as good as the first and the first was definitely not as good as either of the other first spider-mans <laughs> um but it was they were all enjoyable to watch and so i thought it was pretty good my my daughter has been on a spider-man kick ever since we watched no way home okay. because reasons he was like i want to see all the the things related yeah. to this so um we've been watching those and i've been enjoying it i have not watched two and three of the original really um, you never so, so maybe, spider-man i mean two. again i haven't seen them again with my daughter she Spider didn't like toby Maguire as much as she did so, spider-man 2 was perhaps my favorite spider-man movie i mean it was it just was i, I liked one better than two two was two was perfectly good i think um three was atrocious i saw two i think it was two uh the day before i got on that flight home from hawaii and maybe that's why my flight was so bad because i didn't like that i hated that movie <laughs> you and hated it I, I number one i had no interest i didn't even know it would was out my buddy that i was hanging out with was like hey we're going to a movie okay what are yeah. we gonna go see i don't know there's that spider-man movie I, but oh okay there's yeah. a spider-man movie yeah it was yeah. um anyways i i enjoyed them the there's some good old spider-man shows i do think that even after re-watching them clearly the tom holland shows are the best of the series they're really good um they i did, i have watched i have watched a few um a few other things that i do think i i should mention uh one of the i don't know screen something uh youtube channels they do this guy screen does, rant it's not screen rant but it's um this guy does like screen junkies um Vod squad what does he call uh jeez red letter I mean, media masters of the silver screen uh, wow i thought i was gonna say something and then the screen i just have nothing there to be able to say uh anyways these things on youtube are really good you should definitely watch them. if you can figure it out screen crush so let me ask screen slurp so president garfield was spider-man <laughs> President Garfield? Yeah. Like they got the, the really, you know, rotund guy who uh, you know, got stuck in the bathtub. That but guy? was it him? I thought it was Polk. I don't know. I don't no, Polk, remember who. Polk was not fat. No, it it, not Polk. Okay. Okay, I, I got it. It is screen rant oh, okay. and it's their pitch meetings. Uh, and some of those are really hilarious. We started out watching the pitch meeting for Spider-Man for the new Spider-Man um and it was it was very funny and um then we got into a rabbit hole we started watching him on all the harry potters and all of the star wars and um it it, it quickly devolved into just like watching all of them as much as we could they were funny um but i have seen a lot of these a, a lot of youtube reviews about the spider-man movie specifically the newest one and how it corrects a bunch of the failures of the Spider-Man of the newest Spider-Man franchise, which I think are the most enjoyable to watch, but 
do have some serious shortcomings from a Spider-Man, a Spider-Man storyline perspective. And it's cool to see how this new movie kind of corrects all of those, which is cool. Right. I wish I knew which one that was, but well, yeah. hey, we just oh we got an explosion. <laughs> Subsplosion. Oh, that was cool. Uh all right. Um I guess it's kind of a rant. Uh, for years, I've been hearing people talk about there's this Nicolas Cage Superman movie that never happened and oh. blah, 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 and this and that. Well, I found out the other day that there's actually a documentary about it. <laughs> Is this the YouTube one? It's No, it's not on YouTube. It's... Uh, it's the death of Superman Libs. What happened? And it's like a true, like, hardcore documentary. They sat down with all of the people. So Tim Burton and uh, uh, what's his face, uh, Clerks dude, and uh, uh, the producer guy who was uh, I, I can't I can't think of his name. I always want to say Russell Peters, but it's it's John Russell Peters, Peters John Peters. John Peters, um, you know, and all these people and they, they talked about it. And I usually watch these documentaries about stuff that I'm not really into. And I usually enjoy them. I'm kind of pissed that I had to pay three bucks to buy or to rent it. It's not <laughs> streaming anywhere. You have to go to the official website, which is a Vimeo hub. Oh. Um, so you have three days, you know, whatever. Uh, the quality was fine, but it was kind of, I think I fell asleep like three times and I had to keep going back um, and rewatching. But now I've got all the info. I kind of wish, uh, you know, uh, it had happened. So are you saying that it wasn't worth $3 or are you saying you wish it wasn't behind a paywall? I wish it wasn't behind a paywall. So you could have other people see it. I would recommend people watch it. But I, I didn't, you know, it wasn't the, I don't know what it is about it that didn't really click with me. I don't, it, I don't think it was a bad documentary, but it's hard to recommend anybody go watch it because you either have to buy it and they have three different versions you can buy depending on how many extra contents do you want um, or, you know, rent it and it was just kind of, I, and it, it also explains why I hadn't heard of this documentary because it hasn't really been accessible. Right. So, um, dude, you put this out in 2015. It's been long enough. It's been out since 2015 and I just found out about it. it <laughs> and that's the problem with it being behind that paywall. Uh yeah. Just license it to Amazon Prime, and then you're going to get way more money than you probably ever made from the stupid rentals just in, you know, the million people that watch it on day one. Because, I mean, how many do do either of you know the whole story? No, exactly. No, I nobody with, does. See, I had never heard of it. And then I Googled it when I saw it on the on the document and I was like. Oh, hey, that's kind of cool. I should watch that. And then I 
noticed that your um, rant that it was going to be a rant and i was like oh maybe i shouldn't watch yeah. it <laughs> no i mean if you're interested in it definitely but my rant is aimed more at the guy who made the documentary dude you made a documentary put it someplace where people can watch it and they will watch it mm-hmm. licensing means you will get paid and you will probably get paid more than you're going to get rentals for the next 10 years. Maybe. So it's probably a faster track if you, especially if he wants to keep making other documentaries and gets his name out better. Exactly. Like that, so. And, you know, it's, it's, it, yeah, it was just so difficult to watch because number one, I had to do a Google search because it wasn't streaming anywhere. So I had to do a Google search for that stupid long title official website and yes the website if you want to go to the website it is the death of superman lives what happened dot vhx.com who's gonna type that whole thing (laughs) seriously um uh, uh but on the bright side hey there's a documentary that actually lays out everything that happened uh and why it ended up not happening and uh no did it have anything to do with nicholas cage and his psycho psycho no okay. no and I, I mean i would actually i i think because it was tim burton was going to direct it right and it which means it was nicholas cage which means it would have been a Superman movie I probably would have loved. Yeah, it would have been really weird. Not and actually, go go weird. go through the because they they discuss in detail their plans and you know show the artwork that they were had been working on the like hundreds of drawings of different things and ideas and it it that's pretty cool and it's a movie I would have loved to see. The mm-hmm. thing that sunk. Superman Lives was Sphere was a bomb. Oh, the movie Sphere? Yeah, Sphere was a bomb. And a couple other movies that were just like, whatever, were bombs. So they just said, screw it. We're we're not, they hadn't spent the money yet. They were still in the budgeting phase. But uh, yeah. I actually liked Sphere. Oh, no, I, I thought Sphere was okay. I, I, I refer to it as Event Horizon Underwater. Um, because they're kind of the same thing. Um, but that's fair. I mean, but they they come it it, that goes back to my my the thing I noticed a long time ago, which is every summer your big blockbuster, you have two movies that come out with the same exact premise. The one that makes all the money isn't necessarily the good one. Uh speed and blown away. Blown away with Tommy Lee Jones. Amazing movie. Also about a bomber. Way better movie. It nobody's heard of it because everybody went and saw Speed. Uh, Deep Impact versus Armageddon. Yeah, Deep Impact was a pretty decent movie. Yeah. Nope. Armageddon got all the money. Um. So yeah, Sphere and Event Horizon I think came out at the same time. Um. They're basically the same thing. And uh, yeah. So I'll just stop ranting and we can end the show and head to the post show. Uh, If you are here, if you can hear the sound of my voice, I apologize. Ow, my ear. But it's okay. 
we're wrapping things up. Uh, but if if you want, we're we're back every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Central here on YouTube. Uh, we're gonna head over to the post show where we can talk about other stuff, uh, vote on some titles. Yes, there are a couple titles because I forgot to put titles in tonight. Um and also if you're if you're not if you don't want to watch this live, the podcast is available. You can get it anywhere the podcasts are available. But if you don't want to wait for the free one to come out eventually, become a patron. It's only a dollar. You get custom RSS feed. And that version of the podcast is out within hours of this being done. Which means you can listen to it on your drive, next drive in. Yeah, you can. Uh, if you miss the show tonight, you can listen to us on your way to work tomorrow. Um, so I, you can yell at us in the car, which is, you know, it's not I, I, and if you if you choose to drive into head on traffic, that is not our fault. No, no, we don't recommend there, that. Co- causation it does not prove correlation, or is it the other way around? <laughs> Very, I think it's the other way. Around. Either way, <laughs> it doesn't work either way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. Um, thanks, everybody. We will catch you later. Bye. Bye. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>